Thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast recorded for women leaders across health and care. Hello, my name's Stephen Dalton and we're here today to talk about the question of do we need a new vision of leadership in the NHS? I have with me today two relatively newly appointed chief executives, Steve McManus and Naveena Evans, who I'll ask to introduce themselves. My name's Naveena Evans. I'm the chief executive at East London NHS Foundation Trust. I've been there for nearly a year as chief executive. I'm Steve McManus. I'm the chief executive at the Royal Berkshire Hospitals uh, NHS Foundation Trust and I was appointed in January of this year. So I'll start with you Naveena. Most people would think that there's some kind of typical leadership journey that uh, people go on who actually reach the dizzy heights of being a chief executive. So could you say something a little about your leadership journey so far? I too thought that there was a typical uh, journey but um, the more uh, I meet other chief executives, I realised that that's often not the case. And it certainly wasn't for me. I had a pretty straightforward career path as a clinician, as a doctor, um, became a consultant, and then became more interested in leadership management roles within the sort of medical management, um, clinical director kind of roles. But then I worked in an organisation where um, clinical leadership and responsibility for delivery of services, operational delivery became very important to the leadership of that organisation. That meant making sure that doctors became more involved in operational delivery. So I got much more involved that way and got a, got a place in the executive uh, team of that trust um, and then became the chief executive that way. And Steve, what was your um, experience? Did you have a point in time where you thought, I'm going to go out and I'm going to become a chief executive? Absolutely not. Uh, I can say categorically there's been no plan uh, and I do look back and think um, how have I got to the point of being uh, a chief exec. Um, I've been in the NHS now for 30 years. This is my 30th year um, and I started out um, similar to Naveena uh, in a clinical role. I suppose the thing that really categorises the kind of career for me uh, has been around the kind of strength of the networks that I've had during that period and the generosity of people, often senior people, in terms of advice and support to me. And that generosity and advice often opening up different opportunities or channels for me to go down, um, which then it's around your own choice, bravery maybe, taking a step into the unknown and taking maybe a step uh, down a pathway that you hadn't necessarily envisaged, but really kind of having a go. Do you think that we need a new vision of, of leadership in the NHS? And, and if we do, uh, first of all, you, Naveen, what do you think that that looks like? There is a new type of leadership, but there's a lot of the old type of leadership skills that we still sort of need to, to carry along with us. Um, but also much more around the system. And I remember my previous chief executive saying that it's sort of a slightly different set of skills required. Yeah, so I totally agree with Naveena. I think um, the new vision of leadership, I think, is having a skill set as a leader to both have a very strong presence in the organisation that you happen to be chief executive, accountable officer, 
and a four, and also have the skills to support, uh, develop uh, a system-wide approach to leadership that is much more based around collaboration, partnership, uh, trust at a peer level with your coll colleagues working within that system. And that's actually quite a difficult skill set to balance. Is there something uh, that there's particularly is important in terms of the leadership style going forward, which means that you know we create an attractive environment for female uh, chief executives of the future? So speaking as a white middle-aged man, um, I absolutely think we need to continue to try and develop an environment where we can have more diversity in terms of our uh, senior leadership. Um, I think part of our legacy is a stereotypical individual that um, has maybe been at the top of the leadership tree, both in terms of the regulatory environment and uh, within uh, NHS organisations. Um, and I think uh, we're moving into an environment where uh, we actually need a different range of skills that a better balance around kind of the gender equality uh, within the senior leadership um, echelons of the NHS would actually bring that kind of better balance of skills. And I've heard some of these skills kind of phrased as soft skills, and that's absolutely the wrong way of um, framing those skills. The skills around, say, collaboration, partnership, being able to have a communication style that engenders positive dialogue uh, are not soft or easy skills. They're often very, very difficult skills. Um, in an environment where you are genuinely trying to get partnership across a system. And they're sometimes often the hardest skills. Um, so I think we need a much better balance and, and that has to come from a better gender balance in terms of our senior leaders. Some years ago, there was an increased awareness of um, what was being lost um, by not helping the female workforce um, really function to their max maximum potential. And I think we're sort of seeing the fruits of that awareness uh, now, uh, so that many of our female peers have had the opportunities and are perhaps in the, in the position of getting the chief exec jobs. But it's not been done in a way that's been consistent and we've got a long way to go. Uh, so um, I don't think we're there by any means. And I'm coming at it from a perspective of a health service that really needs to use all of our resources effectively and efficiently. And there is a lot of untapped skill and resource. Um, and I'm talking about women, but I'm also talking more generally around um, inclusion in the NHS. Naveena, you're an Asian female doctor. Are you optimistic that the environment is more ready to embrace Asian female doctors as chief executives of the future? I like, I'd like to think that the environment is not hostile to it, but that's different from encouraging or embracing. So personally, I never met any hostility, but there's a lot of curiosity. And if you'd be so bold to offer advice to aspiring uh, female chief executives, um, what would that advice be to somebody who is on the cusp of, of uh, applying for their first chief executive job? I think, if there's one thing I'd say as a woman, I don't know any woman who doesn't suffer from what's called the imposter syndrome. And I think we really have to tackle that. Uh, and we probably, best way to do that is to have 
a support of um, a mentor or a sponsor or somebody, which I found that really helpful, who can actually challenge you when you fall back into that trap of not feeling good enough, not feeling able. Um, so that's the one thing I would say, go and look for somebody who can stop you from, from behaving in that way. Uh, and I'd just add to that, seek out people to provide a positive um, support for you as part of your network, and, and that has to be kind of actively going out and making sure that you've got people who are different from you, who uh, provide a different perspective uh, to you in terms of um, kind of your your leadership role, um, and probably secondly, don't feel forced to adapt your style and skills to a more patriarchal or male-dominated environment. Back the skills that you have as a woman uh, that you bring to an organisation, to the role, to the system, um, and resist uh, having. Uh, some of your approach tempered or changed because of um, maybe the environment you perceive you're going into. You're both extremely uh, positive. You're both very excited about the privilege and opportunities that come with being uh, in chief executive position. Um, but of course, maybe some more experienced chief executives may weigh well say, ah oh, yes, that's but just because you haven't got the scars yet. Uh, and come back in like two or three years' time and you'll be as cynical and grumpy as some of the people who you uh, are alluding to. Um, how, are you how are you going to um, guard against that happening? Uh, what are going to be your tactics for avoiding that? Firstly, I've been in the NHS 30 years and the passion for the NHS uh, has remained undimmed and to be a chief executive is an absolute kind of privilege uh, and it's not a right. So I, I take that kind of privilege with uh, a great level of responsibility and that responsibility is about being positive, is about talking up the NHS, it is about promoting the fantastic things that our people across the whole of the NHS do kind of every day. Secondly, I think it is about the networks of people that you have around you. And finally, it comes back to that kind of uh, talking up. I think we have to kind of call out uh, some of that negativity uh, within the NHS and the environment um, uh, will be an environment that we create. So I would invite those people who are scarred. I would like to learn from them. So I'd like to have conversations with them. Would they be prepared to share their experience, tell us you know, what didn't work well, what did work well, if they had their time again, what would they do differently? So that we can learn how to protect ourselves and not get scarred and burnt out. The second thing I'd say is that the system is different now. So collaboration, we're talking about systems working together. We don't have to be in competition anymore, so we can share a lot more. So I think the system now enables us to support each other um, much better um, than it did before. And, and finally, I think that um, the new type of leadership that we're talking about is one that actually is able to say, I don't know, or I'm struggling, or I need help. Thank you both for your contribution to the debate about the new paradigm for leadership, what the next generation of leaders might expect to encounter, and your enthusiasm and clear support for both seeing a change in the landscape of, of leaders and a change in the way in which leaders might behave in future.
Thanks for listening. To find out more about our network, visit nhsemployers.org forward slash NHS women or follow the hashtag NHS women.